title of my sermon is Your Faith. I want to talk about faith this morning. Before I get started, I want to open it up in a word of prayer. Lord, I'm so thankful to stand before your people today to bring forth the Word of God. I ask, Lord God, now, Lord, that you would just take control of everything. And, and Lord, that the things that you won't spoke into people's lives will be spoken this morning. I offer myself to you, Lord, that you may use me in any way that you desire. And God, I thank you, Lord, that when we leave this place, we'll be able to say that it was good to be in the house of the Lord. Lord, I give you praise and I give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. What do we know about faith and how, how does it pertain to us? It's an important factor in our lives as a Christian. You know, they got everyday faith that people have, even if they're not Christians. You know, they have faith that if you turn the switch on, the light's going to come on. You just know that it's going to happen. But walking daily in faith, how does that work in our lives? And that's what I want to talk to. Uh, Hebrews uh, 11th chapter, in the first part of verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Jesus told us in Mark eleven twenty two for us to have faith in God. We are to have faith in God. We are to believe Him. We are to trust Him. And by doing so, we can please Him. Romans 1, 17 tells us the just shall live by faith. But we are to live by faith. We are to walk by faith. It takes us every day to exercise in our faith in whatever happens, whatever we do, is that we are living and we're walking by faith. One thing we know that without faith is impossible to please God. We are to have faith in God. Faith is the most important ingredient of our relationship with God. You trust Him. You believe Him. You get to know Him. So what is faith? Uh, Hebrews 11.1. One, now I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Let me read that one more time. Faith is the confidence that we that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Now, sometimes I like to take a scripture and kind of break it down a little bit. Um, faith. Faith is the firm belief that what we hope for will actually happen. It's a firm belief. Also, faith solidifies. Now, the root word being solid. Faith solidifies. It congeals. It gets hard. It hardens. It makes firm. What we hope for will actually happen. Kind of puts it into concrete, so to speak. 
Faith gives us assurance. That's the confidence to guarantee the surety about the things we cannot see. So let me read it this way. Faith is the firm belief that what I hope for will actually happen. It, being faith, gives me the confidence, the guarantee, and the surety about the things I cannot see. It's something we can count on. It's something we live by. It, it's there. We, you know, it, it's, it's a firm belief. We know it. We know that it's going to happen because the Word of God says it. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not of yourself. It is the gift of God. First of all, our salvation comes through faith. It takes faith for us to be saved. We've got to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. We believe that He died on the cross, and we accept His sacrifice and the cleansing of our sins. It takes faith to do this. It's the gift of God. God has given this gift of salvation. We have to live by this faith. Faith is for our everyday lives. Now, this faith of salvation is a beginning. Take, it took faith for us to be saved, but it's a beginning. If that's all the faith we have, what about when we come across things in our lives that we... We need God to move in. Do we actually have enough faith to believe for that? Now, we're going to get a little deeper into this, and you'll understand where I'm coming from. Luke 17, verse 5. And the apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. So that means... Jesus didn't tell them, well, there's no way your faith can be increased. He didn't tell them that. But they asked for their faith to be increased. That means our faith can be increased. How does our faith increase? If we we have the faith to be saved, how does our faith increase from there? Take a, a look at the disciples. They're the ones that asked for their faith to be increased. He said, uh, they walked with Jesus. Everywhere Jesus went, the disciples were right there with him. They were a witness to the, all the miracles that he done. They were a witness to the healings that took place. They saw Jesus cleanse the leper. Uh, they saw Jesus walking on water. And also Peter walked on water for a short time. They saw Jesus come in the raging storms by the words of his mouth. They saw Jesus feeding the multitudes with the bread and the fishes. He broke the bread and he broke the fish and he distributed out. One time 5,000, another time 4,000. They saw Jesus raise the dead. Now this... I guess that could almost be intimidating. You know, we are to be like Jesus, you know. 
sort of separated these before I start. But they saw all these things that Jesus did. Sometimes they were able to participate, but Jesus was right there. Uh, Acts 10.38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. They were there. They saw it. They were present. Although they saw all these things, they were a part of it. They still asked, increase our faith. They knew there was something more. They knew that they needed more in their lives. Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing the Word of God. The basis for our faith is the Word of God. That is our source of our faith. The source of your faith is not me or the pastor up here. It goes right back to the Word of God. That's your source. Psalms 119.11 says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Putting the Word of God in your heart, instilling it in your heart, reading and meditating on the Word of God that I, not, that I may not sin against God. We will not grow in faith without the reading and the meditation of the Word of God. You will not grow. It takes that Word as you read it and as you uh, uh, put it within your spirit. That's how we grow. We learn. We can say, oh, this is what the Word of God says, and we can claim it. And, and you live by that Word. The Word is crucial for our daily lives. How do we know what to believe unless we go to the source? The Word. Alright, if hearing the Word produces faith, we must listen to the Word. We need to listen to ourselves as we read the Word. Sometimes you can take the Bible and you can just start reading and just like reading a story. You're not getting anything out of it. Um, you're reading words. But there's a deeper way to read where you just you try to bring it in. God, what are you really saying here? You start meditating on the Word of God. God, I, I, what are you trying to tell me here within this Scripture? And if you listen real close, the Holy Spirit will be right there and He'll say, this is what I'm trying to tell you. But you've got to listen to Him. We need to speak the Word. Whatever you're facing, know the Scripture or find the Scripture that pertains to your situation. If you're sick in body, you can go to the Scripture that says, By His stripes I am healed. And you take that and you say, God, I am healed because Your Word says I'm healed. But you know, sometimes what we go through, we just allow it to 
consumers. We'll say, I want to be healed. God, I want to be healed. But you never really get out there and fight for what's yours. We know God heals. We know God will supply your needs. We know all these things. But yet, we do not apply the Word to our lives. We do not declare that Word in our lives. Another way is listening to the spoken Word. For those who, as our pastor preaches, and we listen, and boy, things will just all of a sudden, wow, did you hear that? Yes, Lord, I heard that. You know, it just speaks to our heart, and we grab a hold of it. And as we feed our spirit with the Word of God, the Word grows in us and our faith grows. That's our source again. God, this is what you're saying. And we draw upon that source that we have placed within our hearts. The Word you've hidden in your heart will be the well. It will be the resources you draw from on your daily walk with God. Going back to Hebrews again, 11, 6. We'll continue with that verse. It says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. He who comes to God must believe that He is. Not only believe who He is, but we must believe what the Word says, who He is. First of all, He's our Savior. He's our baptizer. He's our healer. He's our fortress. He's our strong and mighty tower. And you just go on and on and on. That's, what, that's who He is. And that's who He wants to be to you. But you've got to know that's who He is. You won't know that He's your healer unless you know it from the Word of God that says He's our healer. You won't know that He's your fortress and your strong and mighty tower, your protection, the one that will keep you safe. You won't know that unless you find it in the Word of God. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. God wants us to seek Him. He wants us to know Him. He wants us to know Him as He is. He wants to manifest Himself to us. He wants to show to you that He is God and that He is there for you. And as we seek His face and as we get to know Him, you'll find that there is great reward. He wants to be there for you. He wants to touch your life and everything about your life. 
He has great reward for you this morning. I want to bring it a little closer home. The Word is full of the blessings and promises of God. The Word is full of principles for us to have a successful life. We have these by faith. But know this, your faith will be tested. Your faith will be tested. You know how, you know the Word says that we walk by faith. That means you got to walk through something. Something's taking place. If you wouldn't have been bombarded by anything, you wouldn't have to walk by faith. But as you walk and as you uh, uh, live this life, things happen. And your faith will be tested. And it would be as if, now, do you really believe what my word says? And you've got to stand on it. Yes, Lord, I believe. I believe, Lord. Lord, your word says it. I believe it with all my heart. But you will be tested. It will be through the testing of our faith that our faith grows. And testing is never fun. Faith is never fun. Not faith, but testing. That's why it's important for us to hide the Word in our heart, to know the Word. That when you face something, oh, yes, that's what the Word of God says about this situation. And you can just pull it up and you can speak it. So through your trial, you can pull from the resources that God's Word, in God's Word, you hid in your heart. And make an outward declaration of word of the word as it pertains to you, and then stand firmly on his word. You stand on his word. Galatians three eleven tells us the just shall live by faith. Second Corinthians five seven tells us for we walk by faith, not by sight. Sight is part of our our senses. And we see things and we think that's the way it is, but we don't walk that way. We gotta walk by faith, and that's through the word of God. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse eight says, We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. You ever felt that way? Just things, trials, testing, one right after the other. One don't get through before the other one starts sometimes. But it's not going to whip us. It's not going to win. For our trust is in Him. Not in ourselves, but it's in Him. Amen. The Word describes Satan as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may 
devour. He wants to devour you by keeping your focus on yourself and your problems. We concentrate on the problems that we are facing day by day. Each one of us are facing something. It doesn't matter if you got chronic sickness that just seems like it's over and over and over and everything just keeps happening, or if it's financial situations, you think you're getting ahead, and all of a sudden uh, something happens and it just is gone. Uh, it doesn't matter. Satan has got our focus, and we're not focusing on what the Word says. Kind of like a, a boxer. In a, a boxing match. You ever heard of being punch drunk? Got a boxer up there. He's at the point he can't even swing anymore. He'll try to hit the opponent, but he can't. But that opponent is just beating the daylights out of him. And he'll stagger and he'll act like he's a, almost drunk. He won't go down. And that, that, that uh, boxer is just... He's whipped, and he looks like he ought to fall. Sometimes Satan has us punch drunk. We've been bombarded in so many different directions that we forget to go back to our source. He's got our focus. He's got our eyes on the problem instead of the eye on the one who can take us out of the problem. It's only the Word that can break the powers of Satan. God does not want you to beg Him. Have you ever said, God, I, I just need to do this, Lord. Really, I need to do this, Lord. And we just beg and beg and beg. That's not what He wants out of you. He wants you to stand up and say, God, Your Word says, and I choose to believe what your word says. He does not want you to beg for what he has for you. He wants you to take the word of God. And by taking the word of God and you speaking it over your life, that you will break the powers of the enemy. You remember, greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. The greater one lives inside of us. He wants you to use your faith in the Word. That's the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. James 1, verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Well, that's a hard one to take right there. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Sometimes I, I really have trouble understanding that part. But count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. 
It's growing time. It's time to grow. It's time to grow. It's time for your faith to grow when you go through those trials. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Seeking his face, there's great reward. Lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. I tell you what, that could be almost anything that you want to place in there. Now, we definitely need the wisdom of God in our lives. I tell you what, when I depend on my own wisdom, boy, sometimes I really fall, and I fall big. But when I go back to the Word of God and say, God, this is what your Word says, yes, Lord, I will do it that way. It gives you wisdom. It says, but let him ask in faith with no doubt. Sometimes we we ask and we pray, we beg. But all the time there's a big old doubt right there. You know, will God do that for me? Does he really care enough that he'll do it for me? I would venture to say all of us have been through that. Where doubt arises in our spirit. Our 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 trust in God is just kind of waning. It is it's not all that it needs to be. Perhaps we hadn't been praying like we should have. Maybe we hadn't been in the words like we should have. And we're trying to rely on old resources and old things that God has showed us instead of going to the Word and getting something fresh. But let him ask in faith without doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed. Like the wind. Back and forth. Back and forth. Sometimes we're back and forth when it comes to our problems and our needs and things that we, we need to have faith for. God, I believe you for this. Then we step over here and say, I don't know if God's going to do it. And we go back and forth. But what happens to that man? Says, For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything. From the Lord. He is double minded man, unstable in all his ways. We need to be on the sure foundation. We need to know for an assurity what God says in his word. Hope is one thing. A lot of people have hope, but it's not the type of hope that really produces that firm belief of the hope that we have because there's no backing to it. It's just hope. I hope God does this. I hope God will see us through on this. I hope, I hope, I hope. That hope doesn't work. So this morning, I want to ask you, how is your faith? How are you standing up to the trials 
of life that you're facing right now? Are you hearing the roar of the lion? And you feel like you're just about ready to be devoured. How are you doing today? Have you allowed fear and doubt replace your faith in the Word? Have you quit fighting? But you start accepting. I guess I'm just going to be sick all my life. The doctor said that I have this sickness and we accept it. What have you accepted from the enemy today? What have you gave up fighting against today? Another just as important factor for your faith is prayer. Having a daily time of praise and worship and conversation with God. You know, you can talk to God. Have you ever said, God, what about this? And stop and listen to see what he says. The word of God says, he, my sheep know my voice. That means we can hear it. So have you ever said, God, would you speak to me about this? Would you show me something on this and ask him? Now, he may speak to your spirit or he may give you a scripture. But he'll speak to you because he wants you to know. He wants you to know. And as you pray and you declare God's promises and provisions, as you pray, declare God's promises and provision over your life. It doesn't matter what you're going through today. Jesus is Lord over all. He is over all. I will venture to say that there are some of you that are really in a battle. And God wants to touch your life. He wants to change your circumstances. He wants to speak to you through His Word. And He's there for you today. But you've got to ask Him. You gotta talk to him. You need to listen to him. The next thing you gotta act on what he says. Even though it may not seem logical, just to act on what he says. Whether it's in the word or if he speaks to your spirit, but you gotta be sure you know that it's him speaking. Because there's someone else out there talking to. But you learn his voice. Bow heads this morning. Lord, what I felt you wanted today is that you wanted to encourage your people to increase their faith. That you wanted them to go to the Word of God. And let it speak to their spirit. 
One thing I do know is that you love us and you really want the best for us. Or I do know that there are trials. We go through it day by day. Some trials are heavier than others. But Lord, you're the lifter of our head. You're the one that lifts us up and puts it on us, us on a strong foundation. Lord, I ask that you would minister to their hearts this morning. Lord, that you would touch their lives. Before I go any further, I want to ask you this morning, do you know Jesus? Have you ever experienced a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? Perhaps you may give your heart to God as a child or years ago, but you've walked away. And you want Jesus in your heart this morning. Jesus is here for you this morning. His arms are outstretched. You may feel like that God may be mad at you. He's not mad at you. He's not angry. He just wants to welcome you home, just like a prodigal son. That father did not scold his son because he squandered away all his money. He done all those evil things. But he opened up his arms and he hugged and kissed him. That's what Jesus wants to do this morning. If that's you this morning, just by uplifted hand, just signify, I want Jesus in my heart this morning. I want to invite him into my life. He's here for you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone? Okay. Who would be here this morning that says that I need my faith increased? There's a lot of things I'm going through. Know there's more than that. Be honest with yourself. Let's all stand together. I'm going to ask our prayer partners to come. I know we already had prayer time one time earlier. I'm going to ask that they will come. And if you need somebody just to agree with you on your situation as the first step of asking God to increase your faith in, in your situation, let these come in agreement with you and pray with you. Then from here, I'm going to ask you to go Pick up the Word of God. 
look and see what God will do for you. So if that's you this morning, if you raise your hand, won't you come on down and just let God minister to your heart this morning.